Oh, that was terrible. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Oh, sorry. I just tried to control out delete on my Mac. They, okay. You know, they call that the three finger salute. <laughs> I'd like to give a three finger salute to our new guest, uh, Rob Knowles. How about that? Hey, guys? How about that for an intro, uh, interest, uh, introduction? Thank you. Rob, Thank you. I'm me- trying to, no, go ahead. I, I'm trying, no, no, I, trying not to talk over. I'm trying to no, what? have that so, smooth yeah. give and take that no, we don't want that characterizes that. your yeah, podcasts. I, no, I know. Smooth give and take. <laughs> smooth give and take. Hi, Rowan. My, my son, Rowan, my four-year-old, is here. Hi. I'm talking to Uncle Hello. Phil and Uncle John. Hi. Hey, you got to practice so, that uh, that uh, good bow technique. Yes, you need to go practice. Well, the Ayatollah Bomeini will come. Wait, wait, I'm reading my newspaper. Okay, go read it, and then you're reading a newspaper. He's going to read read the newspaper in the background. Oh, okay. so he's, he's, we, we, he's we can like work the with Wall that. Street Journal. <laughs> so, Rob, hi. So we've talked hi. about we've talked about Rob Knowles for a little bit on the on the show, and. Uh, so first we have to say, uh, who, who are you? Well, I was going to introduce myself through awkward exposition. <laughs> so I, hey, let's get started, guys. So John, who, as you know, are my brother. R? I R. <laughs> yeah, that's not work. <laughs> we sound like, See, this is awkward. exactly how the Sean one went. <laughs> oh, jeez, you guys. Except he didn't say it was his brother. Now, see now you're um, you're really hitting below the belt. Oh, um, no. no, I'm sorry. No, Sean. no, no. Sean sounded like he was. We used to talk, joke about sounding like you're in a glass, but he sounded like he was in a a paper cup or I don't know. What well, he was we, in. some of us don't have the technology. Yes, <laughs> and some of us don't use it right, like I did last time. But no, don't worry about that because every no, week, seriously. every week, every, every week something's been a little off, like. John's mic wasn't right, or mine wasn't set. Oh, I've had a couple of total fails. And, and you know, we'll just cut this out, because the audience doesn't need to know. The audience needs to know. They demand answers. You're listening to Episode Rob of Time to Lean and Here's a Song with your hosts, John and Phil, and special guest Rob. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress. They probably already do, though. But Phil will put it in with a beat. Anyway, keep going. Well, let me introduce myself this way. I'm drinking Crown Royal Rye, which was recommended to me by my brother, John, who hosts this podcast. (laughs) And uh, I know I really know nothing about Crown Royal Rye, except that it's pretty cheap and it's it's actually surprisingly good. And it's as John would say, it's as good. It's this good because it's this cheap. That should uh, be my my motto. <laughs> it's good because it's this cheap, and that tells you everything you need to know about the relationship between my brother and I. Because my brother and me actually is grammatically correct. Because we do really uh, worry I'm, about that I'm, a lot here. I'm to, I told you, Rohan. I'm talking to my brother, John. And we have my, another my old special guest, Phil, who. That I'm telling Rohan, my four-year-old son. I'm telling you that Phil and I have been friends for decades since high school. Um, I was—I don't know if I was on that the infamous orchestra choir trip. I think I was, but I didn't participate in the the swimming pool antics. 
I was busy doing other things like <laughs> hiding oh, I... in the corner. I don't know. No, I, I remember on he the He bu- didn't swim he... in the indoor outdoor pool. He was in the back of the bus with the blankets. Oh yeah. They had a lot of blankets that mysterious things went on underneath. <laughs> that would never be allowed today. I would never allow it. No, so many things wouldn't be allowed today. You can't even have everyone on one bus anymore. You each every have to be in, in your own bus. Well, we all are each of us in our own bus. <laughs> Not on the bus. So you, so so you and Rob have known. So you and John have known each other for <laughs> for decades. Uh, yeah, even longer. <laughs> even more decades. More decades than than you and I have known each other, or you and John have known each other. But uh, well, and the point I guess is that. I, the point that I was trying to make about the Crown Royal is that I have acquired about 70% of my taste in music, movies, uh, beverages, not in women, uh, but that's because I got to that. I, I, I colonized that territory first, but the other areas... Everybody's got their specialty, right? The other areas... Just kidding, haha. The other areas uh, were... I, I just basically inherited <laughs> an entire taste uh, in which I began to alter, you know, to make my own slowly over time. But I just... You customized not many, it. Not many of us had that. So I, I'm grateful to this day. That, that's amazing, right? That's, that's a huge burden of responsibility to to be <laughs> such a cultural influence. <laughs> Although, if you, know, you look at it a certain way... Uh, I certainly got a lot of it from uh, Bruce, our, our dad, for example, mm-hmm. and you know, of course our older brother Bruce. Some, so many other things that seem to trickle down in a way. That's right. That's right. It's, and I it's think so. So funny, yeah. How how that stuff. Uh, yeah. What what kind of stuck and what maybe didn't. Well, one one thing I should say. We'll get back and we need to we need to know more about Rob. But first, I just want to say Rob doesn't usually drink this early because his kids aren't teenagers yet. That's early. true, although I've <laughs> found myself uh, drinking earlier and earlier each day. You probably have to go to bed earlier. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, yeah, because I'm up <laughs> up, up in the odd hours. Um, oh. So, I have a newborn that's baby. Right. Because yes. I have a newborn yes. baby. See, that's, that's introduction through exposition. <laughs> Rob has written yeah. screenplays, and, or not screenplays no. maybe, but plays stage plays what uh, was the name what was the name in in college the you wrote scripts for the children's theater there in uh farmington right Far, farmington minnesota yeah the southern one of the southern suburbs as as you audience know may being made up of significant portion minnesotans uh yeah and in fact after college for for five years i wrote plays that were performed and produced by the children's castle theater which is still in existence Wow, oh, that's great! Has continued to perform both my plays and plays that were were written by children that f- former ch- former children <laughs> that were in my plays. So they, the legacy is, your is very much plays. alive in my former plays in my former life. How many plays do you think you wrote? I wrote approximately ten. Wow, I, I got that's to see great. a couple of them. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> the thing that I realized that um, about it is that I did improve from script to script. I each each time I, got, I improved, but I did not improve as much as I could have because 
uh, I didn't, they were all first drafts, basically. I just wrote, wrote it, and I did very little editing, and sometimes I'd make a change here or there during the production, but sure. that was it. And, and I think that's, you know, that's not very professional, <laughs> but it's... Um, now you were a kid. It's practice. Yeah, yeah, I was a kid. I was only 12, so... No, I wasn't. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. You were a former child. I was you formerly were... a child. Speaking of Rob's <laughs> former lives, <laughs> the other night we were watching an episode of, of The Wire. Mm. and Did Rob write for that? We're, we're, he should have. Mm, no, it would have been a little funnier. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But you know, that there's, was a genu- this, that was a there's the mustache. scene where the, these gangster guys are driving around in like a rental car or something like that in Baltimore. <laughs> that reminds and, you of Rob? <laughs> well, not that just that. Well, the whole show takes place there, so of course it does, but since he's about to move there. Oh, but okay. The thing that uh, reminds like, me of that the connection? is... So they're, they're cruising around and, you know, making a drug deal or something like that, and they're wow. trying to, you know, they're leaving the city and the radio station cuts out or something, and they're trying to find some more hip-hop to listen to or whatever. <laughs> Oh jeez! <laughs> and and they flip the channels, and a Prairie Home Companion comes on the radio. <laughs> it was so Whoa. funny. I, hey. I just wow. and they're just looking at each other like, "What the hell is this?" Speaking of, uh... and the, the thing that's of course funniest, but they just stop talking, and it just keeps playing. <laughs> and and Rob used to work for that. Maybe you don't want to admit that now, though. Oh, uh... it, I mean it. That's that's a complicated thing. I mean, it wasn't like working for Bill Cosby, but I I don't think it was with Bill Cosby. I don't think it was his employees who were who were targeted. I think it was no, no. no. Um, he kept it professional. In in a way, I guess uh, he was. No. Yeah, he kept it professional. But I, yeah, it's funny. I, I did that, and a, a few months ago, I, I really made an attempt to watch the Prairie Home Companion movie, mm-hmm. which I'd never seen, and I couldn't actually make it through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I just it was pretty awful, so that that's kind of my my sidetrack there. So, all right. Do you have any Prairie Home Companion stories, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole episode, Rob. Wait a minute, Rob's a lawyer. Uh, Are you so? Do you call yourself a lawyer, a practicing lawyer, or you're a professor of law now, or a, a emeritus I, adjunct, or what, what's going on? <laughs> emeritus is what I call myself because I'm basically um, <laughs> retired from life. I hey, no, I. I am a law professor. I I don't call myself a lawyer because I'm not currently uh, up to date on. I have been admitted to the bar in New York and Illinois, but I'm not up to date, so I, I'm not kept up. So I'm not. I can't practice law, so I don't call myself a lawyer. I'm a law professor. You just play one at school. I play one at school. Uh, I do. I do use war stories a lot uh, with my students because they're like gold they love war stories so i will trot out these you know when i was a lawyer for a relatively brief period of time i encountered enough interesting things to to keep things colorful in the classroom <laughs> but but that's it, what it's a, about appropriately yeah, colorful Keeki- keeping them distracted just like your children that that's correct then this is the season finale oh season finale big pressure you know i did have i actually had <laughs> A gift that I was going to, to deliver to you, an audio um, an audio uh-huh. gift. Oh, and um, since since there since there was sort of a break in the conversation, I thought I might introduce it now. Okay. So, let me just explain. This is what I call an accidental email. Because my brother 
whose name is John, who hosts this podcast. Uh, always, hi. hi, John. Always <laughs> keeps me sort of, you know, on the, on the relatively cutting edge of things, relatively speaking. <laughs> if, if I listen to him, he does. Uh, and he said when when Google introduced Gmail, he said, you know, you should really get a, a Gmail account because uh, that's the future. Wow. And I was like, well, okay, I I will. I'll get a Gmail account. And so the so the advantage of it is that I was able to obtain a Gmail account that closely resembles my name. I'm not going to say what it is. Uh, but the downside to that is that other people who share my name, which is a, a fairly common name in the Anglosphere, uh, <laughs> I now receive emails regularly from a Rob Knowles who lives in Washington State, a Rob Knowles who lives in Leeds in the United Kingdom, I uh, have one from you, you. This happens oh, to me all the time. Right? Too, oh, it does because okay. I have yeah, I have a similar thing. I get I I I definitely get UK mistaken emails. In fact, one yeah. time I even got started getting somebody's auto insurance claims and stuff like that, like their mm-hmm. accident reports. Yeah, no. <laughs> I do. I I had I had to you know email the insurance company that it was sending. It's like. You really don't want to just be sending me these because I'm not the right person. Oh, they're they're going to need <laughs> so a lawyer. I did that a few times at first because I thought that's 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 the right thing to do, uh, but eventually I just gave up because I get them so regularly and I just if you Rob Knowles says if you can't be bothered to share the, your correct email with these with these uh, people then I I just mm-hmm. can't take on the burden of correcting. Every single time. No, I understand. I've, I've been in that position, obviously. And I, my favorite one though was the, the family reunion in Texas emails <laughs> yes. that I got about a year or two ago. You should have went. That I well, yeah. if it had not been in Texas, I might have crashed it. Oh, it was a you should have still way, gone. But no, great barbecue. I, I, I tried so hard oh, to good. tell these other family members that they were sending to the wrong person, and eventually somebody stopped. But the funniest part is that. If you switched out the names, it would pretty much have sounded like one of our family reunions and some kind of discussions. <laughs> Did was was it catered by KFC like our family reunions? <laughs> well, that sounds pretty good right mm. now. I haven't yeah. had, maybe uh, maybe no, they was... had a step up on us. I, I haven't know. had it... KFC for years. Yeah, well, good for you. That's that's great. And it I you know I was right about Google being the future though. In more ways than you imagined, probably. I mean, even a yes. broken clock is right twice a day. No, you were you were right about Betamax. You were right about in, <laughs> in television. Tele- in television, Sorry. <laughs> you were right about Google. So many things. Uh, is that once once in a while, I pick the right one. <laughs> I was surprised you weren't really stuck on Yahoo with your track record. <laughs> uh, Yahoo is the best. No, I don't care oh, what you say. Great. Yahoo's the best. They, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah their quality. See, the thing was, John, AOL. Was, his mistake was that he was, he honestly evaluated the quality of the brand, of the product. And he said, this is clearly superior, and therefore it should, in, in a, a just world, it should prevail. <laughs> but just not, that was not uh, sufficient. But you know, you know, you got to you, you got no, to get that out of your head at a young age because that that's just right. not no, the way the, and that's I not the, way the world that works. From, from our father too, he my, my dad used to bitch about how he thought Beta was better than VHS too. Did he really? Oh yeah, he totally did. He t- he he swore, oh yeah, I can see the difference, and I I don't think VHS looks as good. 
Oh, he he definitely was sold on that. I had no idea. Well, what are yeah. some? So what? We had some so, very deep discussions about these. Things. Another thing about Rob. Now I don't know, and if you need me to edit this later, just let me know. But <laughs> a one a while back, I uh, okay, many years ago, this old gum, a gumshoe showed up at work. Oh. I, an old FBI guy with it, he looked just straight out of like uh, a noir movie. I mean, I think he was really on the probably close to retirement. But uh, you know, and he had to ask me some. Uh, questions about rob for some uh clearance he needed or something like that um he rob can talk about that if he wants but i, I just I, these questions i the guy had no sense of humor because and i wasn't trying to be funny i was taking it seriously but some of the questions were kind of funny because it's like well what about rob's drug use and and all this stuff and i'm like oh we didn't we didn't do anything you know we were just yeah. like we we you know we, we were so boring. But maybe you did drugs. I didn't know. But oh, Does D&D count as a drug? Uh, it was. According to some, <laughs> it was a gateway to Satanism, at least. And Satanism leads you to orgies and drugs and Prairie Home Companion. So anyway. Hmm. Speaking right. of drugs, um, I have to go get my drink. Wait, you, you, ha- you don't? You haven't you started? Serious? You haven't started drinking? I, I Unfortunately, I started out the recording with a uh, coffee beverage. John started dry. My, my day is just really. Rob, are we on a speaker? Can Rowan hear us? No, he's not. He's no longer in the room. He's been bored. Okay, he's, I just didn't want to. This podcast has bored him. He's talk about my fucking drink. <laughs> so okay. go ahead. Talk I'm, guess, about your fucking I'm drink. guessing Rohan went to read the paper, put his feet up with the slippers on, and smoke a pipe. Well, I need to get another another drink. Yes. Maybe, well, no. Maybe I shouldn't though. I'm ahead of you guys. We're not we're not balanced at all here. All right, I'll be back. And now an accidental email read by Pablo's. This is an email from Burl, uh, somewhere in the UK, to a, a different Rob Knowles. Hi Rob. I spoke to you earlier this week when we discussed workwear for your staff. You mentioned your staff were wearing royal blue Conti suits and that you were thinking of changing to emerald green. If you would give me a size breakdown and qualities, oh sorry, quantities of what you need for your three staff members, I will forward you some prices. If you would like me to send branding, embroidery screen printing prices, please would you be kind enough to forward me your logo, text, or name so that you might want on the garments and where the positioning of the branding should be. If you would like me to come through to you sometime, let me know when it will suit you. I have attached our company profile as well and look forward to hearing from you. Kind regards. I forgot the name. I'm, I have replaced the name to protect the innocent. But that was an actual email that I received that was intended for a different Rob Knowles. I apologize to the uh, Rob Knowles in the UK. I apologize to the author of this email for not... You know what, I think I'm going to respond and just tell her that she's misdirected her email here, because I feel bad. Are you talking to yourself, or is John back on? No, John's not back on yet. I was. Uh, <laughs> I thought I would use the opportunity <laughs> to read the text of the accidental email that was sent to me. Oh, and, and, uh, and you did? And I did. Okay, well, I'll listen later. <laughs> <laughs> So Rob, you just had a baby, or you were you you took part in having a baby? I did take part. I 
I waited for my wife to uh, receive her epidural, and then I took a nap. <laughs> and then they woke me up. <laughs> you sure they didn't time. give you the epidural? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish they, they would give me one. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, you got a few years. I, I have a few years on you, but I can't imagine having a baby right now. I don't know. Well, I just I say I tell people that having children is a is a young person's game. It's a young, it's a fatherhood is a young man's game or or young lady's game, and it, it just is easier when you're younger. I, for the most part, I think there are emotional ways in which that old, older people are sort of, you know, the experience of life sort of give, oh, gives I... you gives you some emotional cushion and that kind of thing, and and you kind of you take the long view about things and that helps, but uh, physically. It's much better to be a younger person to be a parent because the just the the amount of physical labor is is surprising. You know the lifting, the bending, the and it doesn't get you in shape either. It, it no, just, it, it, it just hurts things. It just, right, it just it just stretches <laughs> things beyond their their limit, and it, it just causes permanent pain. Really, it's a lot my, like my our wife podcast. says the same thing, Rob. That uh, <laughs> yeah, what? she's glad she had her kids oh, earlier since. Right? Um, my stepson just went to his college orientation today. That's wild. So he's almost out the door. I, I, I I think in my head that I have a long ways to go, but it goes so fast. That's what I've heard. Cats in the cradle. Uh, Um, but no silver spoon here. So speaking of spoons, lead spoons. Yeah. What? So, you, so you guys, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys grew up in a family of about, I don't know what, thirteen kids, twenty-five, twenty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, it varies. <laughs> <laughs> well, they start dropping off after a while. Well, no, you but... know, actually, Phil, there's there's an element of truth to that because I feel like when Rob and I were very young, the number of kids in the house did fluctuate a little bit, <laughs> depending on my older half brothers. Yeah. Um, whether they were staying with us at that time of their lives or not, or, or even or even our cousin, our cousin Mark, yeah, our cousin Mark, yeah, who lived with us for a while, who might even be getting one chuckle out of this entire podcast. I hope he gets at least one. So our our cousin Mark, who is a French horn player by profession, he was in high school when he lived with us at the time, and he for some reason decided to make a French horn out of a garden hose. I remember this. Yep. Remember that? Yep. And he oh, cut yeah. holes in it and put a big funnel on the end. And what? He'd play it. For real? And it yeah. worked? Well, as much as sort you of. might expect. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's probably the, the most that made the biggest Im- impression on me. He should have like connected somehow like a sheep's bladder or something. Oh, and had a, like a bagpipe. <laughs> Yeah, a bag, a bag, a French baghorn. But we did have these these family members staying with us every. For some reason, people would send their high school age kids <laughs> to stay with my parents during, especially during the summers, because it was kind of like I a don't boot, know why a boot camp. It's like sending them off to camp, yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I think Mark's parents were somewhere overseas because he worked for the Voice of America. Back back before it became part of Fox News, <clears throat> um, it did, and it used to be a government agency. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He he was there for a while. Bruce, of course, was with us most of his high school career, and our older brother Scott and Alan were mm-hmm. with us once in a while too. Mm-hmm. 
Bruce and Scott used to work out out at the country club during the summers. That was a summer job. They'd go out there and ride around the carts all overnights doing watering and stuff like that. It seemed like the coolest thing. And see see the see their dad during the summer. So, but you guys also had yeah. three three younger sisters. Yeah, and, and but yeah, the consistent ones, of course, were. <laughs> They're not that consistent. <laughs> our, our three are they? younger sisters. So we had we had the core <laughs> five kids. Yeah, much to our consternation, they they persisted to. They did persist. Remain, yeah. Persisted you know, we, to we really we pro, we protested a lot. <laughs> but... We did. They stuck around all three. She persisted. Just, just tell Rohan they, that, they, that she his persisted. sister is going to continue to persist. Yes, I he he's having some trouble accepting that reality, but <laughs> Yeah. Well what so what's the year gap there? Like three years? He's he's four and a half, so Oh yeah. Yeah, it's four, a, a four years. substantial. Oh well substantial. Duh, no, I knew how old he was. I, my math isn't good. I was doing fake math. Mm-hmm. What are we all drinking tonight? Rob, you're drinking the a ro- a Rob the Roy. rye. Crown Royal Rye. Crown Royal Rye. Is that the bottle I left there like a year ago? Yes, it is. Okay. And I, I'm to, Impressive. So I, I have to finish all of my liquor before we move, so I'm working through it. Why? They I don't. don't know. Is, is is Baltimore a, a dry state? A city? <laughs> That's not a city? No, it's is a, it's a city state. You can't. It's it's you can't really move liquor. You can't have the movers. Oh. Pack it up. And it doesn't make it. It doesn't make it. No, you for, just put it. I'm sure John would figure out a way to put it in a duffel bag in his trunk or something, along with one of the kids. Well, why, why am I the one who would figure this out? I don't know. I, okay, okay. No, because when sometimes I'm when you... I'm being misrepresented. No, no. Sometimes when you come over, you have a duffel bag of liquor. No, I, I, I have, a, I have a, one of those wine bottle carrier bags. No, it's not a duffel bag. Yeah, full of money. Oh, the duffel, God. the duffel bag. He has like you know, like heroin and half a body. Half, yeah, just half. What are you drinking tonight, Phil? No, I, <laughs> I, I'm still doing a scotch and soda. I'm on a kick. Scotch still. and soda. I think I've been on a scotch and soda for like uh, the past uh, what eight episodes? Maybe Rob would remember. No, no, no he hasn't heard eight he, episodes. He, he hasn't heard the, all the other ones. Never mind. Because you started with a gin. Drank, didn't you? It was a, a, again. Again. Again, Fizz. Again, uh, what we call a, what we call a backseater. It's a British call. It, it's, a, it's a ginjin called a backseater. Wow. <laughs> Paul's going to love this episode. Oh, wait, yeah. till you, wait till you hear the part that I recorded when you were both gone. Oh, my God. Yeah, he might trip when he's running. Ah, uh, yeah. Warning: This podcast does not recommend listening while running or, well, never mind. So what? Well, what were you gonna? So jo- <laughs> running while English? Yeah, that should be a crime. <laughs> that should be a crime right um, there. I've come full circle, and I'm drinking Cuddy Prohibition Edition. Oh, which I I believe was on the first episode. It was. I remember. And because because I listened to my it favorite just now. story here has it for ten bucks a <laughs> bottle, so I had to stock up. Yeah, ten bucks a bottle is crazy. That's like normally twenty-seven. Yeah, it's good it's... because it's cheap. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I, I just that that's what that's what I have. Rob, uh, what? So what draft are you on on your uh, your novel? Ah! <laughs> you just killed my buzz. Oh, I'm I'd sorry. Like to take a, I'd like to take another break and go get another beverage. 
Um, yeah, go ahead, and I'm going to read a letter. Really? No. A letter from fans. Yeah. If you want to get read a drink, them a letter. If you want to go get a drink, I could. Uh, we did have a listener comment that John and I could talk about, but whatever. All right. You want to do that? I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Fine. Okay. Okay. Bye. You're up, Phil. No, I, I didn't really have anything. I just wanted to get rid of him so we could be alone. Uh-huh. I'm not used to talking with more than with more than one person. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird. Uh, so are you? No, we did wow. have we did have a listen. Did you get any listener comments on on the the tweeter? <laughs> no, no tweets. Okay, <laughs> well, I just had one from Christine and Brookings again. She said, "Okay." When's the Taco John's episode? Gonna no, come out? no. Okay, I know. Maybe that's somebody else. <laughs> that was Heather. Uh, that should be soon. <laughs> uh, anyway, Christine says uh, you should put out an album of the songs. Okay, so one thing about that, John and I had talked about was, uh, so this will be the last episode or second to the last episode if it's a two-parter. I don't know yet. But um, then after that of season one, then after that, we'll put out a uh, we're talking about putting out a compilation or something of all the songs from the season. And uh, hopefully everyone will go out and, and buy it because and I that, know... the, the, the motivation there is they don't have to listen to us talking. No, they can to just hear the song or, or fast forward to the song. No, please, I, please fast I forward d- to the song. I doubt anyone does that. I, I'm sure there's fast forwarding going on, but. Uh, yeah, so we'll do. We're talking about putting out the songs, and because you know everyone loves to buy music now, so I figured that would be a good way to uh, make some money. I that's a joke. I oh. think <laughs> what I think the music industry is uh, right right there, Phil. Well, well, I guess I'm behind the times, but I do have a Gmail account. <laughs> that that reminds me of a story because my dad has the same name as I do. Yeah, so I would get phone calls. Now, okay, so we're at the house, of course. So I'd answer the phone. Is Phil Hunter there? And I'm like, which one? And they're like, well, you know, the one with the beard. You know, and that worked for a while. But if I was there in the summer and I had a beard, I was like, okay, which one? Which one with the beard? But anyway, and then he wasn't you, even. You, I, but you, you had a grandfather with that name too, didn't you? It, it went back even further than that. So I, it's possible three of you could be in the same place. I, I could have gotten a phone call for my great-great-grandpa, but I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's another episode about what you talk about dads. No, I don't want to talk about dads. My, we, my... we brought up our dads quite a bit already, I think. But uh... Yes, it's been... I noticed it's been a recurring topic on the podcast. Kissing the past ass... Has has been a recurring topic. Well, but yes, but not I mean, ki- you, 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 you just wait till ass. the rest of them come out. There's even more, yeah, nostalgic. I, we don't, I, I don't know if we, in proportion, we don't talk about our dads that much. But I mean, your your dad. Oh, yeah. I'm nothing against my dad. My dad was quite a character too. But your dad was uh, an icon in Rapid City, really. And yeah, why, and of course why, he why was very he... influential to all of us too. Like, like for example. <clears throat> I, I've had this song stuck in my head all day called "Pass the Biscuits, Morandi," <laughs> which is, I, I feel I think I sent you and Sean the the lyrics to because they're so funny. What I I don't think I'd ever heard that, but Sean had mentioned that it was yeah, Spike it's, it's Jones a Spike did it Jones or something. Yeah. Song. I I don't know if he came up with it, but it, it's just funny even done straight. <laughs> well, I just reading I, it for some reason. I I just it popped up and 
Spike, Spike Jones has actually, you know, ruined a number of very famous songs for me. <laughs> like sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll, I'll play, I'll be doing a gig with my my dance band or something like that, and a, a song that Spike Jones has covered, which was the first exposure I had to it. Mm-hmm. That's all I think about, <laughs> and I just sit there that and was kind the of giggle while I play it. <laughs> well, yeah, it, maybe it helps keep some and of, of course, those. And of course, and of course, Rob, our our our, our dad got us into that or played it for us oh it's it's um the memories of listening to spike jones uh with our mm-hmm. dad the way that he would laugh uh is just so just uh carved in my memory you know he would and he was not he didn't laugh that often but when he did when he really lost it and you'd see him he'd tears in his <laughs> eyes and he would just he just guffaw yes yeah, totally um, yeah, he he would do. We had that one LP of kind of the, his greatest hits, and we, and we played it a lot. And of course, Dad always used to do this thing where, like, people would come over, his friends or whatever would come over after orchestra rehearsal or something, and for beers, and he pulled something out and, and make them listen to it. And, that you used to do that with us. Oh, I totally do. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. do it to you. <laughs> it, 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 like like the uh, you know. The unbelievable symphony, or Guggenheimer's sauerkraut mm. band, or you know all those, all those, some great, some not so great things. Yeah. <laughs> was was he? Did he do the PDQ Bach thing too, or was that uh, more of a? Where did? How did you guys get into I, that? I I got into PDQ Bach when I was like in middle school, and I don't think that was because of my dad. Well, it's Maybe sort of related, or somebody. I don't remember where I heard of it. First. Yeah, it may have been Bruce who introduced I, that. Probably Bruce in that case. I don't think. Dad was uh, as I think Dad appreciated it, but it wasn't something he would drag out very often. Not at the parties. No, no. Well, I mean, Phil, you and Sean were over last weekend, and I made you watch this Sterling Hayden thing. <laughs> well, you didn't make Rob. Us. You, you remember who who Sterling Hayden was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this there's this film that apparently the last twenty years of his life he lived on a boat. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> and just, and just drank and smoked weed all day and <laughs> he had a huge beard this I, I think it was french or german or some european tv crew came out and just did these long inter- interviews with him and he just sat there and just went off about whatever was on his mind it's so funny i i couldn't tell you what he was talking about because i had had a couple of beverages also but it was so funny it, it was just he, he would just sit, be sitting there on the on his boat well it's all calories and this that's an hmm and all of this and this, and then I went oh, over, so and then funny. I went over there, and then when I did this, I hmm hmm hmm. It, it's it, Rob. It's on the Plex. I'll have to point it out to you. Okay. It's yeah. so it's so funny. That was not and very just, good. Just the most here. bizarre stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it's so we we kind of share a lot of that with our dads and or Daws. Another thing, you guys were uh, you were in the Suzuki cult, right? Not not me, John. No. I was too, I was I it what? wasn't really going when I was that you're, age. You're pre Suzuki. Rob was the first Suzuki uh, specimen. Experiment. It, 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 it wasn't really a cult, <laughs> but the they cult. do. Get, I know, Phil. You think it's a cult? No, I'm I... just saying you get three year olds <laughs> playing a box. I don't know, but whatever. No, yeah, you start with a box, and then you you graduate to a one thirty second size violin, which is what Rohan is currently. <laughs> playing no no rob you, you know all about this and um but i was a failed experiment so my mother and and my teacher 
they didn't really know. It was sort of, you know, sort of like in the olden times when you would take a correspondence course. That's how you'd pick up your arithmetic. It was sort of like that. <laughs> or, or get a, br- a mail order bride. Yeah, exactly. Correspondence and... sucks education. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's right. It's the best that's what the internet, the internet's for. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the internet's changed everything, obviously, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, uh, change this. I was a, I was a fail, kind of a failed experiment because I. You were the first I'm, one. I was the first one, and oh, the first okay. student. And it was you. And it was me. So that's that's already a problem. And Rob was kind it, of a failed experiment. I was. No. I was like lore. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> Star Trek reference. Hi, Eric. No. Hi, God. Eric. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. So, so you you just didn't uh, you couldn't you move away from the box? You just got kind of stuck in the box, or what I, happened? I got stuck in the in book one, <laughs> and it took me probably three years or something like that to get out of it. And um, eventually, I I did move move on and became a decent violin, violin player. But but it was just uh, you know so many mistakes were made. And now they um, learned a lot from you. They did because my sisters, you know, were are much better players, and they they were. They were much better students when they were young, so. Yeah, they they they're all quite good, actually. Well, Elizabeth does that gig. She can do different styles and stuff too. I mean, she does. Oh, her her country and western show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, country and western. <laughs> yeah, she does. She does a hell of a job. You know. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I saw her a few years ago. It was amazing. Yep she 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 could have been on Hee Haw. Oh, I could have oh. too. Really. Yeah you you could have you could have been on Hee Haw as well. You could open one of those doors and said, well, you, I was Phil? Sorry, go ahead, Phil. I'm, hey, I'm that's sorry. That's a I'm good, a... uh, what's his name impression? Uh, <laughs> Gabby, Gabby Hayes? Gabby Hayes? <laughs> no. Gabby yeah, there's that, what, who was that guy that was in all the, Walter Brennan? Was that who really was Walter in all Brennan the John movie? Ford movies? Who would, who would play that character? Oh, yeah, yeah, Gabby. Gabby. All yeah, the sure, movies. Like that was oh, Sterling Hayden. Remember Sterling Hayden in uh, in Hee Haw? Gosh, that was a funny one. Oh, <laughs> he had gosh. a giant beard. <laughs> He'd, He'd open come, that door. He had a corn, corn cob pipe and come out of the corn and that's it. And this is what we did over there. Hmm. And then the tree fell. Hmm. That tree over there. Hmm. 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 All right. So, I, anyway. The only thing I think of in Hee Haw is that it used to be on <laughs> at some period before another show I actually wanted to watch, mm-hmm. and I had to wait for the stupid thing to end. <laughs> No, I, I associate it with uh, uh, when my grandparents uh, babysat. We lived like a, a block away, so we'd go over there and babysat, and uh, they babysat us, uh, my two younger brothers and I. There was only three of us. Yes. But uh, so it was Hee Haw, or it was Lawrence Welk and then Hee Haw. I can't remember. But they had one of those big TVs, um, cabinets, and console uh, television. Oh, uh, it, yes. it was really wide, and it looked like it was a big piece of furniture, really. Had a stereo in it, maybe even. I I think so. Anyway, no, I just that's what I associate it with was being babysat by the grandparents, my grandpa Phil and my grandma Nora. Lawrence Welk. Well, Lawrence, Lawrence Welk. Welk, yeah. Lawrence Welk, I did watch because our great grandmother really liked that show. Yep. Remember, John? She would she would turn it on every weekend. Now this always reminds me of a phenomenon that I was never aware of called the rural purge. In the early 70s, the networks decided that they were Oh, going this to, is good, Rob. Yeah, I've heard of this, but go ahead. You'll explain it well. That they were going to ditch the the programming that was oriented towards rural America. So the small town show. So Hee Haw, 
um, Green Acres, uh, other shows that were that were set in small towns or set in the country, uh, were going to be Petticoat ditched. Junction. Petticoat Junction. They and they were they were all canceled, sort of en masse, you know, and in favor of more urb, you know, quote urban programming. So that that would include things like you know, I don't know the Brady Bunch even. I mean, or suburban programming. You know, things that were that were supposed to have a younger uh, audience. Um, and this was this, and this is this is the 1960s you're talking about. Well, so mostly, this happened right? actually. This happened in the early 70s. That was the. So that's about when stuff like All in the Family got popular, for example. Right. So they they, oh. they sh- the shift to urban sort of and it, and it it was a conscious decision that even though these shows were doing well, they were getting good ratings, they were they were still ditched in favor of now the Lawrence Welk show was not. So that was that was not purged as part of the the rural purge that survived through the seventies. So Lawrence time. Welk, I you know I read about not too long ago, and he he's kind of an interesting guy because he apparently as cheesy as he was, and as as funny as his show covering uh, one toke over the line, sweet Jesus, which is one of the funniest <laughs> things. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's it's great. Uh, he was great. trying to um, get the urban crowd. Oh, as yeah. funny as that was, and everything, the guy was actually a brilliant businessman, an entrepreneur. Is he from he, North North Dakota or Nebraska? Where's he from? He's from North Dakota originally, right. and but what one of the things he did was he was super professional and did his cheesy stuff super well and he also was smart enough to retain ownership of his recordings and tv shows Uh. and i think from what i gather he did really well (laughs) and and his stuff ran in syndication for many years and sold lots of records and he 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 i think it was many times he could have sold out to one of the company big companies and he he always maintained his own control over his over his material and he did really well with it very unusual so uh but but they did some kind of packages or something too didn't didn't they do some kind of tv uh like uh you could get videotapes of them or something or am i confused well they they sold his stuff all over the place it was a lot of merchandising right i mean geez it is amazing though in a way though and i think about this since i play this music all the time not lawrence welk but like music from the 40s or 50s or whatever is that most of the people, you know, sadly enough, who grew up or have nostalgic attachment to, say, the big band era and stuff are mm-hmm. all no longer with us yeah, for yeah. the most part. Yet this music is still performed and danced to. It's a niche, but it's still it hasn't completely disappeared, which is kind of remarkable. Well, there was the all the radio companies got together for the big band purge and they put out uh, that was where Flock of Seagulls came out and uh it was a, a network decision. Yeah, there was the 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 yacht rock initiative. Is the, <laughs> the yacht rock initiative exactly? <laughs> um, Flock of I, I, Iran. Did you know that that song was about the Iran War? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I told, uh, seagulls. I feel like there's going to be a voice over here. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> this is not correct. In fact, the Ayatollah started Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> that's not what your voice sounds like at all phil i'm sorry no but i i should do some recordings that you could be the narrator for this one wrong now we're getting now we're getting into i well, don't know what this is no we're getting to alternative history <laughs> no no future history future or future history do you not want to talk about your book 
No, no, I'm I'm happy to talk about it. I but I don't want to foist it on you. No, no, no. I I I, I would you, like you, to. We might as well do some log rolling, huh? Yeah, John and <laughs> sure, I. Don't. Why? Sure, let's do that. John and I aren't very good at that. We don't promote our own stuff very well. Every now and then we'll talk about <laughs> well, it. I don't have anything to promote. <laughs> well, you got gigs, but by the time these things get put out, the gigs are like three, three <laughs> yeah, months ago. There, this gig was three months ago. Is there a gig gig that you can promote now, John? Like, is there something that's coming up? Like, like next year, um, perhaps. Well, unless you your... want to drive to Mackinac Island in October, oh, there you go. Probably not. Oh. Okay, so tell our listeners about that. Oh, yeah. there. No, but let's talk about you instead. What, what's your? Uh, <laughs> can you, do you want to talk about the title, or is it a working title, or how? So, I mean, how many drafts have you done now? I, I haven't title. read it. Title, I haven't read it yet, and I apologize. No, I, I don't. I don't blame you for you. Can I'm, I'm too busy uh, no. editing podcasts. When, you, when you're working on a novel, it's good to have people read it with fresh eyes at, at various stages. So, and I think that's true, of actually, of, of many different types of art. And so this is, it's set in a future American theocracy. The main character is a priest detective uh, who finds a body in a church baptismal font, and that leads him to uncover a a state secret uh, of incredible importance, which also affects him personally. So that's, that's the basic premise of the book. And, I like uh, it. The baptismal font is full of orange drink. <laughs> no, that... <laughs> that would be like like the the old McDonald's. Sorry, I'm trying to tie it into a previous discussion. Put put that like in the, the future McDonald's draft, orange drink, and then we can tie yeah. in with the podcast. Just, no. just so I'm clear on that, are we talking about the the McDonald's? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yellow drink yellow. thing. Was that orange. yellow? It wasn't, but wasn't the container yellow? No. <laughs> no. Oh, you're right. It was that. Oh no, it was con- the yellow no, red. No, no, it was no. McDonald's yep. yellow, right? No, no, the container was yellow. But don't the yes. was when you would, when you would rent the yeah, uh, you rented and it was the giant container to take to your event. Event, yeah. See, Phil, Phil, if you if the if your events office had those, <laughs> <laughs> think think of what you could do. I don't do anything with <laughs> think, food service. Think about the possibilities. Your food service days, Phil, are. Behind you, but they were glorious. Oh, that this I don't know. Maybe you other stories there too. Yeah, you haven't even cracked that can open, have you? <laughs> so so speaking days. of our jobs, you know, one thing that we, we spent a lot of time talking about is our previous uh, shit jobs. And one of the things, yeah. Rob, I don't know if you're aware of, but our, our nephew Seth is followed in your footsteps is working yeah. at Safeway. Did you know no, that? No, Safeway on Mount Rushmore Road. Yes, I did. I I did actually know that. And he's, mm-hmm. but he's a checker, which we could not get anywhere near being a checker when I was working at Safeway. We could be. I was a a bag boy, so called. And which oh is actually, boy, which actually here, is boy. a slang term. A bag boy is actually a slang term for um, a homosexual <laughs> prostitute in city. So that's not probably a good. Term. Well, there there was a lot of that going on in Rapid City and with the needle exchanges. I'm glad that you guys learned about safe sex at Safeway because it is safe. It was a very safe environment. Well, no, because the checkers were uh, had been there quite a while. They were coveted union jobs. They paid very well. And I was trying to explain to my wife the other day how well they paid. And I said, they made $70,000 a year. And my wife said, that's ridiculous. They did not make $70,000 a year working as checkers, even if they were in Rapid jobs City, in Rapid City, in Rapid City, South Dakota. And I said, no, they I think they made $150,000 a year. 
And so the argument continued into the night. But no union is that good. No, <laughs> no union. Well, no gro- grocer's union is that good. Let's put it that way. Uh, grocer's union. No grocer's union. Well, obviously but, they don't have that anymore. So. But for they Rapid City, so my, for Rapid City at the time, they probably did pretty good. They did pretty well, and they. Uh, my cousin, God bless him, Seth, is now working the Safeway, and and I feel very proud. Yeah, you, I know it. It's, it's I, great. I, I used to go to Safeway to get the gizzards. I'd walk over there to get gizzards and some potato chips. That was my, my, my one of my, my special treats. My wife loves treats. fried gizzards. Really? <laughs> I, 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 oh, I don't get it at all. The, 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 well, they're really they're really chewy. I don't quite get it either. Oh, they're disgusting. No, the, the gizzards and lizards are lizards. <laughs> well, I, Phil, L- I've told livers. you how we we have to stop at this gas station in Kadoka, South Dakota. Oh, every I know, time on the way out I, there. I remember that gas station. I think I've had those gizzards. Yeah. And and she just loves them. They're, she claims they're the best she's ever had at this one gas station. Oh, I I think she might be right. But they also have this giant collection of uh, pickled meats that you can. Get. <laughs> it sounded you like know, there was quotation marks around the meats. Well, they probably <laughs> are. And, and, and like you know, so there there there's like pickled pig's eyeballs feet and like these giant sausages in in and vinegar and one's yeah. called the big. Papa, one's called the Hot Mama, and you know. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. Uh, you pull them out of this giant jar with a set of tongs. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a, the 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 pickled eggs are. Pr- yes. You know, I like pickled eggs actually. Do they have pigs' feet? Most of it looks gross. Yeah, they do, have feet. Why 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 do they stop with pigs' feet when they're pickling things? That's what I don't understand. Why don't why we just go whole hog and just pickle everybody's feet? I mean, mm-hmm. why can't I why can't I get a you know an iguana foot? And a and a, a llama you foot. Talk about chewy. Yeah. A llama foot. Ugh. I mean, why why a pig's foot? Did you know that when uh, they introduced uh, cannibals to uh, pork, uh, they got they were like, whoa, because uh, evidently it they figured it out, but it 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 tasted very similar to human. No, that's the truth. <laughs> this is where I'll put the the wind sound effect. <laughs> I knew there was going to be a voice over there, so I just wanted to let that <laughs> let that silence reign. No, I could cut it down to right oh. at the right of the razor. You, oh, you can cut it down right to it's a razor, as tight as a razor. Give and take, give and take, <laughs> give and the, take, and the edge Clean. of a razor. So, Rob, what's your favorite pickle thing? <laughs> I, I I'm pickled. a little pickled right now, and I'm I'm probably your. I think I'm Rob's favorite pickle thing. Let me tell you. Oh yes, you are. Uh, Come here, bag boy. No, sorry. Uh, this is veering into. I don't think something. this is safe. I'm totally. It's not it's safe not way. Safe no. way. It's not a safe no. way. <laughs> this is how Rob. This is how they all go. <laughs> I don't know how we put anything together that's remotely listenable. But... No, it's it is listenable. That's the thing. That's the scary. The scary thing is it's listenable. Any po- any podcast no. that can go from Lawrence Welk to. Uh, Homosexual homosexuality is, is... <laughs> homosexuality. <laughs> I haven't used that word for so long. Homosexuality. I've never said that in like twenty years. I don't. It's not. It's not <laughs> in my common oh, vernacular. Oh, that's really weird, man. <laughs> okay. Do, do you like anything pickled? Uh, oh, well, your your pickles. <laughs> I, I like pickled cucumbers. That's all. <laughs> Did you know they call them pickles? What? 
No, I buy, I buy my pickled cucumbers and I go to the <laughs> oh, gro- oh, gross at, grocery at store. Sa- at Safeway? You, you can only get pickled cucumbers from the bag boys on the street. So what, uh, sorry, anyway. Uh, a pickled cu- In the United Kingdom, a pickled cucumber is known as a flaccid, juiced cumber. Juiced oh, cumber. yes, Winston. We have nothing to fear but juiced cumbers. You know that wasn't really a cigar. It was uh, it was a it was a pickle in a brown paper. I'm sorry, we're insulting our allies. <laughs> oh, hey, if the if the president could do it, <laughs> that's true. Hey, hey! You don't have to talk about your favorite pickle thing. Pickled hard-boiled eggs are good. I I I, I like them. Pickled eggs? I've never. Oh, you've ne- Oh, come on! You've never had a pickled egg. I, I, I to be honest, the only pickled thing I've probably had is a pickle. I don't. I can't think okay, of any. Okay, someday you're gonna try a pickled hard-boiled egg. They're really good. All right. Do they get kind of green? Do they get kind of green? No, no, no? They, not if you do no? it right. No. They stay. Yeah, so, and if you, um, you know, a little mustard flavor in them, no, they're good. All right. That's that's where green eggs and ham came from. Did you no, know that Doctor Doctor Seuss was? Uh, go go Google it. Yeah, he was homosexual. He was a South. He was what? a communist. He was a communist. <laughs> communist pickled guy so rob you got to visit cuba you want to talk about you want to talk about cuba at all speaking of cigars you're covering a lot of territory um cuba quickly cuba no wait what was your what was your favorite drink you had in cuba was it the cuba Mm, libra (laughs) no it was a mo it was a mojito Oh well, I bet they had good. I bet they had good. They don't have Cuba Libras down there, probably. No, they they do. Strangely, they do. They do. It's uh, free do. Cuba. It's ironic. <laughs> no, because they've just appropriated it. Well, the communists. Right. The communists appropriate things. Um, I remember. So, just snapshots of Cuba, old Havana, beautiful decaying old Havana, frozen in time, like a postcard from the 1950s. With the U.S. car, cars, sort of, you know, old Fords, and um, prostitutes in the nightclubs. Just, no. I go, I go to the men's room. These were the good old days. I, I walked to the men's room. We were all in a, a nightclub, and I was literally just surrounded by probably a dozen prostitutes. Oh man! And uh, that's a lot of pressure. How do you a lot, choose? A lot of pressure. I know it's hard. Because I can't no. say no. I have a hard time saying no. Because you want to be, yeah, I mean, you want to be. I, okay, all, all 12 of you. All right, fine. That's fine. No, it was uh, it was disturbing. It was not. Uh, no, I, I, I'm being facetious. I know. That would be difficult. It's like I'm just trying to go to the bathroom for one thing. Right? Oh. Um. Right? Right. Well, we don't need to stop on that, but. I don't know. I've I've seen videos because <laughs> I watch documentaries. No, it's striking. Shows, it's but... it's a it's a it does have that that frozen in time quality to it, which is it, it it gives you conflicting feelings because you think, well, it'd be terrible if if this were all just opened up to de- development the way that every other Caribbean place has been, you know. But yeah. at the same time, you know that people are people are suffering too. Because and the buildings are falling down. The buildings are literally falling down, <laughs> and it's 
Yeah, it's charming, but it's probably not charming for them. But but you don't have to live there. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. I think. I mean, a lot of people do. I think a lot of it's it's very in some ways it's very colonial. I think a lot of um, ex expats do live there and kind of live you know exploit sort of the the disadvantages of of uh, the locals. And I mean, this is not it's not just Cuba where this happens. Obviously, it happens all over the world in places that you know. And even wow. in Scotts Bluff, uh, Nebraska. Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, is where you live high on the hog. <laughs> that's because that's where Scott lives. Is oh, it? that's a, that's a bluff. Uh, oh, it's just a bluff. I hope you'll be able to recover something of value oh, out yeah, of this. No, I I'm enjoying it. I I just I I haven't talked to you for so long. I just like to talk to you. Yeah, same here. It's probably why John started the. He he, he kind of badgered me a little bit with the podcast because well, let's do a podcast. I'm like ah. Oh. Who's going to listen? I don't even want to listen to us talk. But, uh, what? No, I was just going to say, it's a, you know, it's surprising listening to people talk about themselves, talking about what they're passionate about, and, um, and then also nostalgia, too. I think it's really powerful. It's, uh, talking about things that are sort of lost and forgotten is, uh, like, there's, like there's something Cuba. really compelling about it. Yeah, well, like Cuba, but. Oh Even no, from, it's stuck there. Never mind, it's not lost from our own. It's, well, what, it's stuck. Did, yeah. Did did your experience in Cuba uh, did that influence your book at all? You know, that's a good question. Um, and maybe I you don't, don't even know. Really it probably know. did. I mean, it, because <laughs> well, no, it's, no, because when I did. think about theocracies or something, I, I would probably have. I haven't, and again, I haven't read your book, but I'd probably go at the angle like that, kind of as if America was in the fifties, maybe, but in the future. But you, but you didn't. Uh, not that America in the fifties was a theocracy, but for some reason I associate with, I don't know why the fifties with that kind of. But it uh, was conformity and yeah, yeah, and sort of things being driven underground, things that were that. Yeah, that's a, that's really interesting insight. I, well, you 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 can talk about it in the, the next time you're on. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I, I'm I'm always happy to come on and talk about myself. Just like everyone else. Um, <laughs> this I'm now drinking uh, Knob Creek Rye. Ah, uh, that sounds really good. Which I think Rob, you bought. Okay. And you stole because it from I, your mom's I, house. I stole it out of my mom's house. Oh. You know, the last time I was there, I was very impressed by by the collection that's been built up between between the two Whoop. of us. I wait. Start over. I missed you. You were yeah, very you impressed by what? Oh, oh. But sorry, by the collection that we built up between the two of us at at our mom's mm-hmm. house and Paul, I, I, you know, it's now it's a, it's a very respectable collection of whiskey that we have at your mom's. At just there at my mom's, Which, who, who does not drink, does not really drink much, and just, certainly well, doesn't yes. drink whiskey. How no. does she? How does she taught thousands of children how to play string instruments and not drink? I don't know. She's a saint, something like that. Well, you guys can talk. I'll get a drink. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I did. You buy this bottle? Because it, I don't know who did. Yeah, I probably did. Because the, there every... was this, there was that, and there was also a bottle of Irish whiskey there too. Yes, that yeah. I definitely bought. And, and I, I sampled that wasn't open. I sampled that good. and left it. And there was and still was a bottle stuff. of yeah. Oh, what? Oh, that uh, sha- cheap Shackleton. Right, right. The the Shackleton. You know, the, yep. The Shackleton Light or whatever. Right. <laughs> It's still pretty Which, good. You know, I, to be honest, I, I didn't care for it, but 
you know, as, oppo- as opposed to the the. Well, I only had the real stuff maybe once, and I don't remember it. Mm, well yeah, enough. I I I thought the, sh- you know, cheap Shackleton was kind of harsh. Yeah, I think the the original was much better. Um, oh, I'm sure. I mean, this stuff's what thirty bucks but, for a bottle, and it's, yeah, yeah, the other stuff was a hundred plus. It was, it was, and I remember Dad really liking mm-hmm. it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The original. Um, no, I remember it being good. I, I just uh, something about it. It 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 had a really kind of bite to it that not in a pleasant way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I got a bottle of Elijah Craig mm. from. The uh, twelve year, yeah, twelve year. It was a gift yep. gift for my students. Um, that's that stuff's decent. Yeah. It was. It's good. It's strong. It's uh, really strong stuff. So I actually drink it with with ice. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because otherwise it's just overpowering. But but it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. When when Phil and Sean were over, we I, I broke out this bottle of uh, barrel strength American malt whiskey. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's an American malted uh, malted barley whiskey, but it's also smoked. Really? So it's like it, it, but it's not peat smoke. It's from other kinds of like wood smoke and stuff like that. It's, it's really unique. It was it was odd. I'm back, by the way. It yeah, was, but it, 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 was, it was that odd. stuff was like I don't. Let's see. It was sixty five percent alcohol or something like that. So mm. one hundred and thirty proof. <laughs> It's basically nice. just like grain alcohol with uh, some liquid smoke thrown in there, I think. <laughs> oh, it's it's really good though. But it is so strong and it's, and better, I, it's better than I it haven't sounds. had a hangover in ages and I had one that night. <laughs> oh, that was a rough I had a rough day. Of course we, we we were down there drinking that watching that Sterling Hayden thing. <laughs> and you, just, you know what that reminds you just me had of? To keep drinking. The, the, the Sterling Hayden thing reminds me so much of those those outtakes from the Orson Welles uh, wine commercials, where he's, <laughs> he's really drunk, and he, I, those those never fail oh, to make so me funny. laugh. Just, just there, there's he, a, there, there's a new uh, or rediscovered Orson Welles movie that's coming out. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm really curious to see because it, it's called The Other Side of the Wind. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's the, he was he was working on it when he died, I think. Hmm. So it's relatively recent, but it's one of those weird meta, you know, movies movies about making a movie. Mm-hmm. And so, oh. I don't think Wells is actually in it, but it it has it. it uh, John Huston <laughs> is the fake film director. Oh wait a minute! I've read about this. Huh. That's coming yeah. out. No animals were hurt in the production of this podcast. Um, yeah, they kind of re- it was never quite finished, and they raised a bunch of money and got all the legal stuff taken care of, and they they put it together and put a happy ending on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's supposedly really really interesting, and oh, I, I that think, would be you know, that would be worth seeing. I'm it, sure it, it, it's taken like thirty years of them fighting with the Orson Welles errors and all that stuff over who, it and who who is what was his role in it did he direct it or write it or something? he wrote, he wrote and directed it okay but and and probably before did, he died all he managed to do is do a uh, like a a preview reel of it or something like that and he never finished it but he did hmm. write the i mean there was a complete script and everything so they just had to put it together i think well he was gonna have a comeback and then he died you know that reminds me it was John, never I, the same after he was in the muppet movie 
<laughs> I just heard a weird yeah. uh, kind of uh, possessed thing like in a, the background. Sounds like my nephew. Is he, he's, is he done with the Wall Street Journal? Uh, yeah, now he's just... He's working on Legos. He's working Wait, on Legos. On. Rowan, this is Rob? Rupert we're, Murdoch. It's time to practice. We're, we're having a... <laughs> Rob cut out there again. <laughs> no, it's because I turned aw- I turned away to look at my son, and he's he's working oh. on Legos right now. Oh, Legos! Yay. You know, my yeah, my Legos. my son is my son is fifteen, and my uh, daughter's eleven, and uh, we have this huge bin of Legos from mm, over the years, just all yeah. fr- thrown in there. And uh, that's one thing new dads should do is like walk on those. But anyway, no, if oh, I was a, as a training, yeah, as a training, Spencer has a million of them too. So anyway, but we just pulled those out. Um, we were making weird Lego things uh, the other day. So save your Legos, Rob. Or oh, I will. Legos. I will for sure. And they make Legos for girls now. Did you notice that? No. <laughs> they make pink Legos. Oh. Mm. <laughs> well, they do. But, it's you know, boys can play with pink Legos too. What did you say? What did you say? He can't hear us. What's that? Though, right? He can't uh-huh. hear us. Hi, hi, Rohan. Rohan. I, sorry if I mispronounced his name because my my nephew's name is uh, Ronan. Right. Yes. So I, I might say, and I've had a couple of scotch and sodas. It's Rohan, like Attila the Hun. Rohan. Rohan. Do you roll the R at all, or can I? Oh, I, I always roll the, the R. Rohan. Rohan. Rohan, come here and put your Legos away, or I'm going to kick your ass. Exactly. There. So, Rob, have you heard about this little project I'm doing where I'm watching all these movies Dad owned? I have heard, and I I approve. He's, he's, um, yeah, he's, got, so, he's, he's got a blog. Who does that? I just, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty retro. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just finished the other night the most recent one. It, it's called Bo Jest. Mm. You know that movie? Well, you know. There's, there's a big story about that one. So. Bo Jest, I let me tell you, I remember as a kid watching this movie called The Last Remake of Bo Jest. Yes, that's I always think of that too. With Corey Feldman. Oh, that's what I'm confusing it with. As is, is that a Mel, Mel Brooks movie? It must have been, right? Or something. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, of or like one of Mel Brooks's proteges or something. Somebody Google it. You guys are killing me. Job security. The last remake of Bo Jest. 1977 was directed by Marty Feldman and written by Marty Feldman and starring Marty Feldman. Yeah, somebody good. <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting. So, anyway, go ahead. The, the, the plot of this movie revolves around these three uh, you know, orphan brothers who, who all end up in the French Foreign Legion. And I, all I could think of was watching this is I, I, I guess I just didn't connect to it very well, but what the fuck is up with the French Foreign Legion? <laughs> I, that's a good question because I know, never figured I, it, they were I, in movies. I, I, I guess I, you know, yeah, I think of like Sons of the Desert with Laurel and Hardy and all these other. They were mm-hmm. kind of culturally important at some point in the past. So may, maybe it never really happened. It was just American movies. They went, hey, you know what, Laurel and Hardy, let's put them in a desert with funny hats. Well, I think the the French the French Foreign Legion. I mean, so one thing was they <laughs> they it was a place where they. What am I about to? Am I, am I about to? Prof, explain the French Foreign Legion. No, please, please do because I, I, I had a very un, unresearched, <laughs> un-illuminating, view. 
Um, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So wait, please wait, do it. Your yours will be much hold better. On. All I know of about the French le- Legion is lesions is from uh, is from <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. They're they're really oh, yeah. itchy. <laughs> no, it's just from Laurel and Hardy. That's all I know. I, I know because that was that was that was a documentary, right? I, no, I, like all of them. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. No, the you go ahead. Movers. Rob, go ahead. Okay, so here we are. <laughs> Rob, you, you can you can expound. At, at your, at your leisure. Uh, You're the expounder. So the French, the French Foreign Legion, acquired its reputation because it was a colonial uh, f- force, you know, military force that allowed uh, residents of other countries to join. So it wasn't it wasn't like the British, you know, they had their their system of colonial governance that was that was very very British, and you know they would. Obviously, they would recruit from their own colonized people, but but they were they would not allow like Americans to join or anything like that. So this oh, is right, right. So the French Foreign so Legion. So Ameri- Americans yeah. could go join the the, yeah. the foreign. Did they call it the Foreign Legion? The French Foreign Legion. That? So it was yeah, a, okay. It was yeah. a way to travel the world and and live and live a very manly life, um, and in exotic places. Um, but it was more, you know, it was more just a a fantasy and a you know. Than it was actually. I don't know how many people actually joined the French Foreign Legion. So it wasn't like the modern equivalent of the Crusades or something. They didn't like every. Okay, okay, we got to get a bunch of money together and go over in that country. This was an ongoing thing where people wore funny hats and would go to the desert, basically. Well, right? yeah, they they go to the and of course in this movie, it, it, they they have a sadistic you know commanding officer oh. and. It How does, cliche. It, yeah, it's very cliched, but <laughs> 1930s, so what are you going to do? It, but, but you know, they, they sit there and defend this I would cast Lawrence fort, And basically they just shoot lots of African Tuareg soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, lots it's... and lots of them on horseback. And, you know, it's... The, I just kept uh, thinking, what the fuck is up weird. with this group of... I don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. It's like this... Really oh, shallow, bad. You, you know what? You know why they? You know thing. why they <laughs> did that, John? Because they didn't have happy joes and they didn't have skeet suits. Can't ever mind. Skeet it's called shoot. trap shoot. <laughs> oh, it is called trap shoot. I do remember this now. What? We can't well, say that only, on okay, the show. So, we, so clarify for this for me, John. Since you're the repository of me- you're the repository of collected memory. Repository. You bad are boys. my memory. So this is like a repository. <laughs> what? You're my repository. Jesus. Shove it up your ass, <laughs> John. No, that's better. John that's Eric. A, sorry, John. John is the suppository of, of information. Oh man, this is devolved. This is devolved. So, We're Devo. So you are the de- suppository. <laughs> that's no, the episode it's... title. I, I'm, I'm calling it right now. Suppository of information. Well, it's it's, you're, so it's kind of like a font shoot. except reverse. So, Rob, so, go ahead. Just, just I want to, I want clarification because I was struggling with this the other day trying to remember. Was crap shoot or, or trap shoot? Was it only at Happy Joe's or was there also one at Shakey's? So the name of the machine was called Trap with a T. Shoot. Oh, and right. I got it Not wrong, Phil, shoot. in our last recording. I called it crap shoot or <laughs> skeet shoot. I called it skeet shoot. That's what I thought it was. It was, it was and trap, I thought it was, was too. Shoot, and then yeah. you know, I said I, I found it on one of these 
you know, old arcade game websites, and no, it's called Trap Shoot, and it's the one with the little guys holding the guns and the little two shacks on the side of the screen, and or the, the outhouses. lights go up. Yep, the out, they look like outhouses. Well, and... one the one on the left with an outhouse, and then the one on the right, you'd go in to power up by eating a pickled egg. No, that was mm. that was a different game. Yeah, no, that that was we because we, we had a Happy Joe's um, segue in one of our previous episodes. Okay, that ha- that hasn't aired yet. What? So, but why didn't Happy Joe's have pickled eggs? It doesn't go with the ice cream. <laughs> it could. Sean would eat pickled egg ice cream. Sean, uh, yeah. Was I, it? I'm not gonna go. But but, but just just for <laughs> Rob, my own was that your mind. question? How <laughs> we got That's my that. question. Was it only happy? Why Joe's were you thinking about trap shoot? I don't know. No, he 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 played that at the nightclubs in Cuba. They had yeah, they had crap shoot, trap shoot. Sorry. <laughs> no, crap shoot is like shooting crap. Really, you were you Other were thinking American about relics. Happy Joe's trap shoot machine recently? Well, I was I was thinking about yeah, trap shoot. And oh, we haven't even aired that episode. That's kind of no, weird. No, he hasn't heard that, Phil. No, I haven't heard it, yeah. Oh, I was just that's, thinking about it. Sing- great, great minds think. No, it, it's, it's it's some sort of a brother bond from across the uh Yeah, because I, 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 I was thinking about Happy Joe's because I read some one of those, hey, isn't it funny how Happy Joe's did blah, blah, blah episode, mm. uh, articles that you find online where people make fun of, you know, old stuff. No, what what you mean is one of the articles that people like you find. I've never seen that, because you're a suppository of information. <laughs> I'm a suppository. <laughs> yeah, it gets you coming and going. <laughs> oh my god, oh, this is terrible. This is the worst episode. Yet. Oh, it's gotta except be, for the parts when Rob's yeah, the talking. quality is is really poor. I uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I'm it, enjoying it. Was it only at Happy Joe's, or was it also at Shakey's? I could not remember. Mm, I don't think remember it at Shakey's. Okay. Shakey's right. didn't... My association with the early Shakey's was the sing-along, the banjo guy. Uh-huh. But they'd also they'd also play like Laurel and Hardy movies, where they were in the French Legion or whatever. And then later on, they had some video games. They had a little arcade section. Mm. They expanded. Mm. But, I, they, but that was... But then, like Battle Zone. Oh, that that's kind of dun, almost dun, 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 into dun. the bunch of grease era, though. Yeah, well, then it then it was the bunch of grease era. Yeah, mm-hmm. lost times. The the one thing I hated about going eating at Shakey's was every time I'd go to the restroom, uh, twelve prostitutes would uh, accost me. <laughs> well, it was authentic. Or is that Sharkleys? Yeah, Sharkleys. Sharkleys. That's what Dad called it. That was yeah. one of his malapropisms. Or, oh, yeah, or what do your dad is? Something right, right word for it. Yeah. Um, well, why didn't you put Ronan on? Ross, sorry, Rohan. 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 Would you like to join? Hello. Okay. Can you hear us? Hi, Rohan. Hi. Hi. This Hi. Is, this is Phil and John. You don't. Maybe you don't remember me, but I've met you in the past. Yeah. Probably when you were three and a half, maybe. But now you're like four and a half or something, yeah. right? What do you? What do you? What's your? Four and three quarters. Four and three quarters. Boy, you really going? That's good for your fractions. What? How? So, what's your favorite thing about being uh, four and three quarters? Um, because I'm really old. You're really old. Yeah. That's your favorite thing. <laughs> what about being really old is good? Yes. Well, what? Yes. What do you like about being old? Um, 
because so I can read better. So I right. can read. Better. You like to, what do you like to read? Besides the Wall Street Journal, books, books, books. Well, what's your favorite book right now? Uh, I don't know yet. Do, did you ever? Did you ever read Good Night? It's Moon? not Batman. No, yeah. Batman. Did you ever read uh, uh, Good Night Moon? No, like that one. What about Dr. Seuss books? Have you ever read any of those? Mm, like uh, no. Red Fi- Red Fish, Blue Fish, One Fish, Two Fish. No? I I only like Batman. Oh, you do like Batman. So Batman, like, uh, are you he talking? He is Batman. I'm Batman. So you really like Batman a lot, huh? Well, what's your favorite yeah, Batman? What, what, what do you like about Batman? I don't know. What's your favorite thing? What, what, I mean, his outfit? That's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, his utility belt? I don't belt? know. I don't know what I like about him. No, you don't know. I don't know. Well, he's a cool, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Do you like Robin too, or is that like, nah, never mind? Uh, I don't know. Robin is a little bit small. He's too small? Yeah, I don't really like him a lot. Just a little bit. Okay. What, what the Joker? He's kind of well, scary. Like Robin. Though, he? Oh, Robin? I don't like him at all. Yeah. What, what, what's, what, so what's like your, uh, what what bad guys on the Batman do Joker and Scarecrow and stuff or what what do they talk about? Joker and the whole all of the villains my friend with Batman at the end of when he told them that they become in friends. The story, yeah. In the oh, story. I don't, me- I don't remember that book. I the, think the, he's rewriting these. No, I maybe maybe they have a a different version that I haven't read. So what do they do when they're friends? Do they go play like uh, uh, violin or soccer or something? Um, probably they just become friends. Well, what what would what do you like to do with with your friends? Maybe they do the same thing. Do they play Legos? They do everything. Everything. And probably I just have two best friends. Bus yeah. What do you like to do with them? I don't know. I like no. playing. I like playing. Plain. Well, what what's your favorite thing to eat? Pizza. Oh, mm. pe- I love. I could eat a pizza right now. What's your favorite kind of pizza, though? There's all kinds of pizzas. You like Batman pizza? No, no, that's. Not. What's I your favorite him. pizza? Pepperoni Batman pizza? pizza. Batman. Ba- Batman pizza. That would be good. They should have a Batman pizza. But what do you like on your pizza, like uh, pepperoni or sausage or uh, jalapeno? I like like Batman on it. (laughs) You can't have a Batman on your pizza? Batman stepped on your pizza, it would get all squished. Well, you you have whatever you want. What's your favorite dessert, though? Do you like ice cream? I like cheese. (laughs) Cheese? I like ninjas. I like what? ninjas on my pizza. I like ninjas. 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 Ninja, like like ninja. Yeah. Oh, a ninja pizza. Oh, that's almost even better than a Batman pizza. Oh. <laughs> well, what? So, do you like ice cream? No. Mm, yes, I do. But probably I like ice cream inside my popsicles. Ooh, that sounds good. good. I could go for that too. Especially when it's hot. Is it hot there right now? 
So are you like in like uh, fifth grade and and you have you're driving? Are you driving? Right yet? now, right right now I'm a first year, and tomorrow I'm a second year, and 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 um many more days after tomorrow I'm gonna be a stapler. Uh, uh, what was that last part? You're gonna be a what? A stapler. A stapler. Right a now, a stapler. Okay, all right. So right now I'm a fourth year, but tomorrow I'm going to be a second year. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Is that like in preschool or? Uh, uh, no, and no, it's in my Montessori school where they have not right now. Montessori oh, okay. school where they oh. do Japanese flags. Yeah? No, that was John. Do you like, what, what's, your, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite subject now in school? Is it like religious studies or maybe philosophy? Mm, no thanks. No? <laughs> what did he say no thanks to? That's cool. <laughs> I, I asked what his favorite subject was, like religious studies or philosophy, and he said no thanks. No thanks. No studying for me. That's a good kid. Uh, that's, that's right. Do you study? Um, all right. I have to sign off gentlemen well no but that i, I uh we should have more kids on <laughs> we that's great <laughs> kids say the darndest things they do say things. that arc that arc link letter that, that was probably when they started getting more urban shows yeah that was the straw <laughs> the, purge. That, the straw that started the purge no he was way before that yeah. he was way before yeah. that all right well thanks rob rob thanks for for taking time to come on to the show no, it was uh, it was my pleasure. It was great talking to you both. Even so. though you're really busy. Well, you're busy writing we're all, books we're and all having busy. children. We're all busy. So well, it's all relative. We're busy drinking. <laughs> all right. I I, do, all right. I I did see the future, and I'm going to be on a boat with a big beard, and uh, I'm just going to you know, uh, Rob. Uh, I was thinking of Rob. Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, good night, Rob. Everybody, good night. Thank you. And thank you, John. Thank you, Phil. We'll we'll see you in the editing room. (laughs) (laughs) Quick. Here's the song! Written by Rob. When I was young, I used to roar. I took a job at the Safeway store. They were union, then paid a little bit more. And so scotch by beer Summertime in the parking lot Like high school punks We bragged and fought Now I think of what life might have brought And I choke back I started as a courtesy clerk And I moved up to produce work Not fancy, but I was no soda jerk And they scotch by beer We bought a house on St. Pat Street and three kids riding in our back seat. On Sunday, I'd put up my feet with a scotch by beer.
God didn't want no fight. I said, fill her up with the black and white. It's scotch by dear. My friend said, Bobby, you've got no taste, and your life is stuck in the same old place. But I say, no disgrace to drink scotch by beer. A union man till judgment day, but things just didn't go our way. Now a team does my job for half the pay, and no scotch by Drinking scotch by